This is Secrets to Win Big, your roadmap to sustained growth. Brought to you by Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. Find him at zenmango.com. And now, here's your host, Arjun Sen. Welcome to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen. This is Arjun. And I truly have the best seat in the house because I get a chance to talk to leaders from all walks of life all over the world. And in that spirit today, it's truly a personal pleasure and honor to welcome my VIP guest, Monishi Samyal, who all of us lovingly call him Monishida, and I'll get to that in a second. Monishi Samyal, founder, board member, and chief evangelist at IIT Startups. We'll talk a lot about IIT Startups and the impact IIT Startups is making in the world tomorrow. He's also the founder and CEO of Intersoft Corporation. Monishida, as his fans worldwide call him, has over the last 20 plus years made high level impact on organizations like Pan IIT and IIT Madras and beyond. Welcome to Secrets to Win Big, Monishida. Hey, thank you. So Monishida, first and foremost, congratulations on an incredible career marked with great impact and give back but I want to talk about IIT startups because it's a legacy project which every person I talk to raves about how it is changing the world. So what was the vision behind starting this? Uh, well, uh, in 2017, I kind of retired after an open heart surgery and I decided uh, I'll sp spend my time in a more worthwhile manner by not uh, doing a for-profit business, but doing a non-profit activity. And uh, when I was surveying uh, certain activities for my past legacy, because I had founded the Pan-IIT Alumni Association in two 2003, and a lot happened to that organization. That organization today is 450,000 members strong worldwide. Uh, it's grown by leaps and bounds. And I was trying to look out for uh, what did we do and where were the shortcomings? And one of the areas which the founding of Pan IIT did was it suddenly made uh, IIT is a household name in the US where earlier people would think we were labor arbitrage programmers that came from India. All of a sudden they were confronted with this new viewpoint that we were entrepreneurs and we were creating jobs in America for the American people in large numbers. So that was a changing tone after which uh, our startups and entrepreneurs had a much easier time getting money. Before that, the pioneers, people like Vinod Koshla, Desh Deshpande, Suhas Patil, all of these guys, they had, a, they had to go through a very rough time getting money. But after that, it became relatively easy. So in 2017, which is about 14, 15 years after I started Pan IIT, I was... Uh, talking to a number of investors, uh, venture capitalists and all that, that uh, I referred many IITians to you. And 
what did you make of that? They said almost uniformly, they said, look, the IITNs are second to nobody when it comes to technology and their depth of knowledge in engineering. But, you know, when you're doing, when you're trying to create a business beyond the technology, you would have a better understanding of business. You know, fundamentals, things like how to build a, a product plan, you know, positioning in the market, you know, starting from the ideation, positioning in the market, how to raise money. And our nerdy IITs typically hated raising money, hated doing business development. But those were certain weaknesses that came out and they told me, you know, you IITians have been very successful, but it falls short, it could be better. At that time in 2017, when I had done a survey, I found that the IITians were the fourth largest unicorn generators in the world after Stanford, Harvard, and Berkeley. What is unicorn generator? A unicorn is a billion dollar company, valuation of a billion dollars. So, uh, you know, I found that we were fourth. And uh, so that uh, really, okay, it sort of uh, stunned our entire group. They were so ecstatic that they had no idea that we had come so far that we were the fourth, uh, you know, after these renowned universities. And I was a kind of somewhat, I wouldn't say disappointed, but uh, dismayed that the IITs are the smartest people on the planet. How come they're number four? Mm -hmm. So we identified the weaknesses. We identified their shortcomings, which was in the business area, you know, and I said, no, that's a good charter to address. That's a very good, uh, uh, you know, target to try and fix. So in 2018 beginning, we launched IIT startups here in Silicon Valley. And uh, we had uh, uh, over 420 people who turned up. Uh, most of them were investors. Uh, but surprisingly, there were 200 plus startups that uh, showed up. So I was, you know, it was a tidal wave and it sort of really shook me to the ground. It took me a while to build a good mentor base. And uh, in, uh, in building their mentor base, uh, we were lucky that Silicon Valley has had a long history of startups. So finding the talent was not difficult. And so I, you found the talent, 200 people showed up, you had mentors. What else did it make it one of the top startup startings for US? No, you know, uh, basically, when you're do when you're trying to build an accelerator, which I would call this an accelerator, you need three ingredients. You need a critical mass of startups. Mm -hmm. You need a critical mass of mentors, and a critical mass of investors. These three ingredients produce that uh, magic formula called a startup. So we definitely had, uh, I mean, two hundred startups is a lot, and mentors. I was able to dig deep in Silicon Valley and I got 120 mentors of which I've currently only utilized maybe 50 or 70 mentors to date. 
you know, uh, because we repeat, uh, rotate them sometimes, and we run uh, several cohorts, about uh, seven cohorts, sorry, six cohorts, and the seventh one is ongoing right now. So we were able to find this and uh, create a good ecosystem for the startups. And uh, as on date, uh, you know, we've been in operation for three and a half years, but I started the cohorts about three years ago in the middle of 2018. So in these three years, we have uh, graduated 65 startups. Graduated means taken them through a full mentoring course, graduated uh, 65 of them, of which six got acquired and most have got funded, which is a good KPI to chase. The, uh, so, you know, this momentum, uh, I mean, Silicon Valley is stabilized. Now the next goal for us was to open up in India and which is what we did September this year. Yeah, so that's the part where I want to pause for a second. Yeah, sure. Talk about US. So in US, once you have got six acquired and 60 who are getting investment, and that's the KPI. So long term, what would be a KPI, Munishita, that you would look at in five to 10 years before we talk about India? Uh, it's, it's a percentage game. You know, you want to make sure, look, I mean, normally, uh, very few, uh, I mean, uh, when you look at other accelerators, uh, I would say only Y Combinators has the kind of numbers that we've got in terms of ratios, mm -hmm. you know. So we are getting there. Uh, I think we can do a lot better, but, you know, the name is spreading. You know, ultimately, it's a question of today, the VCs come to me and say, hey, next time we have a demo day, please don't forget to call us, you know. We want to be invited. And earlier, when we started, we used to go looking around for VCs. Now, we were fortunate from the 2003 launch of Pan IIT, the IITNs have made a big uh, name in the Valley. Today, there are over 14,000 IITNs in Silicon Valley. Mm -hmm. And almost all of them are in tech. And many of them are in key positions mm -hmm. in uh, Silicon Valley corporations. So it tells you the fertile ground we've got if a startup wants to test this product and we send them to a CXO of a company who is an IITN, we say, you know, uh, this guy wants to run a pilot or a beta, would you please give him a chance? He is most welcoming because that loyalty factor mm -hmm. is very, very strong. And my original message to the mentors was, look, we all got a very heavily subsidized education in India, at the and the Indian taxpayer paid for that. Mm -hmm. uh, apart from donating money back, why don't you also help in training up the next generation of uh, entrepreneurs from the IITs and make them a success? Because the more successful they are, the more, more money they can give back, and the more we will uh, be able to reach our goals of paying back uh, that debt that we owe to the taxpayers of India. So that makes me transition to India. So at what point did you think you wanted to take IIT startups from US to India? And what are the different challenges that you faced in India compared to US? Uh, look, uh, India 
is bubbling. Okay, it's the third largest startup ecosystem in the world after US and China. India is the next. But if you look at the 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 tempo, the acceleration of activity, India is number one. Today in India, there are fifty thousand startups. Fifty thousand. I mean, it's a mind-boggling number, but. Uh, this is the figure I got from Invest India, but again, it could be startups in all sorts of different areas. Our focus for IIT startups is really software or hardware products. We are very focused in that line. I mean, if you are opening a restaurant, that's not a startup for us. But we are looking at a very, very narrow focused technology line. So even there, each of the IITs are producing between two to 500 startups. I mean, that itself gives me a captive audience of over 2,500 startups. Wow. Now, can we cope with that? I mean, I thought uh, Silicon Valley launch was a tidal wave. This is not a tidal wave. This is a tsunami, absolute tsunami. You know, it's, it, it's hit me so hard. And uh, we launched on uh, 18th of uh, Feb, uh, September this year. And uh, I'm still grappling with that problem because unlike Silicon Valley, India doesn't have a long history of product startups. Mm -hmm. India has been long at the game of services, you know, but not in products. So in products for me to find that many mentors, and by the way, uh, just to step back a bit, we do general workshops for large groups of people like 100, 200 people at a time. So the many guys who are even dreamers and wannabes and they want to get into the program, they join that to see what it is all about. And then we counsel them whether they are really cut out for doing a startup. But when it comes to mentoring, it's a one-on-one -on -one job. Every startup is given a dedicated mentor. Now, most of these mentors, you know, many of them have made over $100 million. I mean, uh, they don't need to do this, but they're doing it out of love for, you know, their passion for doing something for India, giving back to the country uh, that really launched us, so to say. So uh, let me pause you there. You're talking about the mentors. For each of those three, let me ask you very clear criteria. So what are criteria? And I'll go one by one. First, let's talk about mentors. What are key criteria that you look in a mentor? that makes him or her successful? Well, you know, ideally speaking, we would like to have a mentor who's done a startup before from inception to exit. Mm -hmm. And that would be the ideal condition, but uh, sometimes you can't get, which is what we're trying to address in India, we can't get that many of those people. So we look at functional specialists. Let's say, if you talk about fundraising, there are people who are, uh, specialized in raising money, they are specialized in negotiating term sheets. So we get these people. Then we got, uh, let's say, marketing. We get business development specialists who are specialized in either B two B marketing or B two C marketing, and we get them to the. Now they may or may not have done a startup. They might have been a part of a, a company or a part of a startup or a part of a larger corporation where they do this kind of work and they are familiar with that. So uh, we try to mix and match. As I'm saying, my ideal combination is the person who's done it himself as a startup. That would be the ideal mentor. And what is the ideal mentee or a candidate? 
Well, the mentee, our condition is a little uh, wider because we are a public domain nonprofit organization. So uh, we only insist that any startup must have at least one IIT co-founder to available uh, to avail of our free education, and we don't take any stocks either. You know, it's it's totally free. Okay, and we depend on uh, the donations that we get for a lot of VCs. Uh, who have seen a lot of success with the IITians and they want to back us up, uh, take it forward. Now, of course, a new program has started uh, where uh, our current president, uh, Manoj Goel, has started a program on uh, called Guru Dakshina. That means, you know, you've taken this, would you not like to give your teacher something? back you know so uh people are donating stocks uh, okay the stock is worth nothing till one day if that uh, startup becomes the next google you know we will have a lot of money for infrastructure building and you know we would ideally like to give a uh, seed grants to all the startups now which today we can't afford but someday i believe we will be able to afford it yeah and what is the criteria for a vc that you look for the VCs, they come in, the investors come in different categories. They, there is the early stage, what they call friends and family. The next phase is the friends and family. These fellows organize themselves. Then there are the angel financiers, people who could typically go up to about half a million dollars. Then there are the venture capitalists who come in and they have a range. You know, some uh, We track the VCs depending on uh, what is the low end investment? What's the high end investment? What's the average investment? Are they uh, uh, platform agnostic or you know, some VCs will only invest in security and cloud. Somebody else will invest in some other categories. Some other uh, uh, investors invest in vertical markets like healthcare and things like that. So, you know, we categorize all the investors. And the third category of investor is the corporate uh, venture arms. Now, mm -hmm. every company, uh, again, you will notice that in Silicon Valley, uh, the biggest acquirers of startups are large companies, where, whether it's an Oracle or a Google or a Cisco. These are the kind of companies that acquire startups. Mm -hmm. And 90% of our startups have been acquired and not gone IPO. IPO is a very difficult route, but they've preferred to get acquired, you know, earlier in the game. So that's, yeah. So here's a question because so many of us sit in our couches and dream of the next being the next Zuckerberg as you go through. You are at a very unique position, Munshida. You are at a place where not only you have tactically been instrumental in building this, but also you're the visionary, you have taken a seat back to see how it's growing. So what would be your advice to, let's say, an Arjun Sen who is listening and I want to be a startup, what would be a few questions you would ask or an advice you would give that will literally change that person's life? No, well, uh, for startups, uh, we first of all have to see whether they have a uh, reasonably fundable idea number one. Number two, they have to have passion. Mm -hmm. Number three, they got to be willing to learn. Mm -hmm. So there are people who are 
very adamant about what they want to do. And, you know, if you tell them to pivot this way or that way, because the market dynamics are moving, they are kind of unwilling to do it. And that doesn't make for a good startup. So, you know, you've got to have a lot of flexibility. I mean, you have the passion, but passion with flexibility. In other words, you can't be so wedded to an idea that you say, I will only do this. And even if I see the market moving away, I'm not going to make uh, course corrections. That would be a very, very wrong approach. So before I ask you a follow-up question, I was talking to quite a few people who love you to describe you in one word. And the word that I got unanimously from nearly everyone I talked to is the word passion. Is anything you do, you are all about passion. So I want to go back to the first criteria. You talked about the three criteria. And the first one is a fundable idea. You know, each one of us look, our, look at our own babies and think they are the cutest and the you know, most amazing babies. So how do you get some validation that the idea that I'm bringing to you is fundable? Like, are there any criteria that you use to help people see through that? Yeah, there are criteria. Now it's there in our course material, you know, what is the total addressable market? What's the market that you think you're uh, targeting? And within that, how much do you think you'd be able to get for yourself? You know, but basically, if a startup is aiming to go to a venture capitalist, they have to make sure that their multipliers are high. Because mm -hmm. as an example, a VC invests in 10 companies, 10 startups, nine will fail, one will make it. And with that one, the VC should be able to pay back his limited investors, you know, his limited partners should be paid back, you know. So uh, it is not, I mean, if you do a service business, you know, the multipliers are much smaller and more often than not, it becomes a lifestyle business. And if it becomes a lifestyle business, uh, the fellow is making a couple of million dollars a year and is quite content. He is not shooting for 100 plus million or a billion dollar company. Mm -hmm. Now, that is really not our sweet spot. We, I mean, that's not what we are targeting for. You know, there are other, there are other innovation courses and entrepreneurship courses in the IITs where they teach that. But uh, we are for the big multiplier uh, category. You know, I wanted to get back to the India story, though, if yes. that's okay with you. Yes, please. Yeah. So in India, I mean, building the mentor uh, base is, I think, my current biggest challenge. Mm -hmm. So I've reached out to all the IITs to give us names of mentors. And currently, we are running cohort two of India with cohort seven of the US concurrently, where we are using mostly US mentors and the India mentors, because it's their first exposure, they're sitting in as observers hmm. just to get the hang of the style. But beyond the style, they've got to be able to modify or uh, customize what we say in the US because the American market has a certain uh, requirement, you know, it's got its own characteristics. Similarly, the American investor, the VC, has got a certain kind of mindset. Now, the Indian mentors have to modify whatever we tell them for the Indian market and for the Indian investor, you know, or companies who are there 
that what is it that they look for? Example, uh, in the US on our demo, did we allow our startups to do a four minute elevator pitch? Mm -hmm. Okay, in India, it might be different. Who knows? It might be six minutes. Mm -hmm. But uh, by the way, all of this information is available on our website. If you go to www.iitstartups.org and go to the library section, towards the bottom, you'll see demo days. And it is open to the worldwide audience because we are nonprofit. Uh, we don't charge anybody. You don't have to pay, pay a fee to get into our website. You can watch the thing. You can watch all the workshops and then decide, you know what? You can watch it at your, at your own leisure and then decide, hey, should I get into this game at all? I mean, is this for me, you know, or it's not for me? So as I'm saying, back to the Indian challenge, building the mentor base is critical because India is just boiling over with startups right now. It's, I mean, and we have decided that, look, quality is more important than quantity. We want to be the Y combinators of the nonprofit world. Okay. Mm -hmm. So therefore, uh, we are going to take limited number of startups. Uh, in this cohort, I think we pulled in 70 startups. There are many more who are banging at the doors, but we're starting with 70. And we'll ultimately cull the num number down to about 10 to 12 that will go through for demo day. Because uh, the, uh, at, a, at a typical demo day, the investors have patience for about uh, one to one and a half hours. You know, and then you have to allow them time to go around and meet each uh, startup. So uh, we, uh, that's the kind of funnel we start with. We start with the initial group of 70 and bring them down to about 12. And that goes through for demo day. Then the next cohort and the next cohort. Uh, as we get more mentors in India, I think we'll have to run uh, more uh, demo days. Now, in the US, we started in a single location in Silicon Valley. And now, one thing that has happened because of COVID, uh, we were compared to going to remote mentoring and virtual demo days. Mm -hmm. So this happened by compulsion, but now it's turned out to be a good thing because we are able to run our mentorship courses anywhere across the US. We've opened up six branches. We've told all the branches that, you know, send us your startups and we can handle them from here. Earlier, those locations, even places like Boston and uh, New York and all, they didn't have the critical mass that Silicon Valley has. So we said, just send us the startups. We will centrally organize a pool here. And now we're even doing it for India, you know? So that is one good thing that has happened because of the COVID. So Manishita, I want to take a step back. Yeah. And I'm very fortunate to know you over the last 15 years. And I've personally seen you selflessly put obscene amount of hours for the betterment of Pan-IIT, IIT Madras, and other nonprofit organizations. And this is something that I always wanted to know. What makes Monishida and such an amazing high energy person wake up every morning and focus this attention to help others be better? Well, uh... I have the energy, you know, I mean, uh, instinctively, I mean, from, for, from my childhood, I've had, I'm a hyper energetic person. Uh, the work day doesn't fill my time, 
Number two, I'm a very much a people person. And I love to meet people, discuss their problems and see what we can do or whether we can form it, uh, you know, form a group idea and see how we can address that. So, uh, and, you know, it's, it's nice. I mean, uh, this is all pro bono that I've done for the last uh, 20, 20 years or so. But, you know, it gives you a good feeling. And then, you know, just a simple pat on the back from somebody and you feel good about it, you know. And mm -hmm. I, I think that's a good driving force. And also, at this moment, since I'm retired and at my age, you know, I'm in the, uh, uh, it's about 73. So I, I'm saying, before I exit, I want to leave an impact, you know. So uh, I guess uh, that's the major driving force. That's it. And I think, you know, that's the part where it's more than a pat in the back. You are making an impact in a lot of lives. And a lot of people I talked to before the interview want to communicate their true love from their heart to you. And they all wish you a very long life selfishly because you do such a lot for us. So in that spirit, I really want to ask you a very personal conversational question. This is something I try to ask every guest. If today, Monishida, you walk into a restaurant and you meet Monishida 16 years old and Monishida 100 years old, what would the conversation with the 16-year-old and the 100-year-old will look like, feel like? <laughs> well, uh, to all the 16-year-old, uh, you know, uh, try to, you know, I mean, try to fix a certain goal in life, which you are targeted towards. And if it, if you uh, misconnect, you know, try to work with certain other alternatives, which can yield results. Keep in mind that I didn't want to go to IIT. When I was a young man, I wanted to join the army. My father was an army officer in the Indian army, and I wanted to join the army. And he told me he was a middle ranking officer. He said, son, uh, I I gave you a good education. Don't you think you'd like to make more out of it? You know, I don't think, you know, I mean, uh, you know, the army those days, and I'm talking in the, uh, you know, in the uh, 60s, uh, early 60s, they didn't pay that much. So he said, no, go, go to the IIT. And fortunately, the IIT was not um, such a, a grueling uh, entrance exam. We didn't have that. I mean, today, if I had to sit for the IIT entrance exam, I would not be able to make it. And keep in mind that in my time, I came out with the gold medal. So, uh, you know, things have dramatically changed. I mean, I, I can't compete in that. I mean, I had a good time when I was a kid, you know. Mm -hmm. I did all sorts of things. I played games and uh, took part in cultural activities and all that. But uh, today... It was that you were a discus throw champion? Well, more than that, I was a national champion in rowing. Oh. <laughs> and I was an intervarsity champion in boxing. So, yeah, I, I was uh, also a discus in soccer and all that. But I'm, I'm just saying that we had an all-rounded life. We didn't ruin our childhood, you know. But today's, today's entry-level IITian, he spends three years just trying to get into IIT, which is, uh, you know, it skews the whole system. The person coming out is, uh, you know, not as all around in their vision as we were in our time, you know. And how, what would you ask the 100-year-old Monishida? Uh, I would live to 100, so I wouldn't ask him anything. Okay. So, Monisha, this is such a fascinating conversation. Before we wrap up, 
two things. One is, do you have anything more you want to share with the listeners today? Uh, no, just follow your heart, follow your passion and make it happen. That's it. Do it. That's a great advice. So, Monishida, you were very kind to answer every question I asked you. Do you have any questions for me? Uh, no, what sort of audience are you targeting? So, Monishida, each one of these differ. So, to me, I think we have a lot of startups. We have a lot of people who are in the established business who are trying to take it to the next level. And one of the things that I have seen is in the world where some people thus far were focusing only on a B2B or a B2C, I really think the world we are seeing through this audience is it's a B2B2C because even if you're in a B2B, you really must know the C at the end. And many a time when there's a B2C, a business strategy could be connecting to B. I'll just give you an example of a healthcare app without mentioning names. As they were trying to push and connect in the B2C world, what you know, my company, what we found out was the moment we went after cardiologists, the very fact we were going after cardiologists and we were displaying a product with cardiologists, that right away increased the credibility in the B2C market because now all of a sudden we inherited the association with cardiologists. Just like if I am hanging out with you, the halo of startup comes to me the same way. So to me, that's the part that is there. So I really appreciate that everything you shared because I think it would be really powerful to IIT audience as well uh, as other audience. I'd like to make one concluding remark about yes. the India operation. The main reason is we are trying to create a bridge or a corridor between India and the USA. Uh, there are Indian startups there, their products can be globalized and they want to sell to the US market and our team here can help them out. Similarly, there are US startups here that want to set up offshore development centers in India or they want to market in India and uh, the IIT startups team in India can help them out. So once we create this corridor, which will be the only one of its type, no other colleges, uh, universities attempted this, I think we will have a very powerful set of tools. I believe, uh, you know, in given give another two, three years, we could be number one unicorn builder in the world. Wow. Munishida, that's absolutely fascinating. Thank you, Munishida, for your time today. Thank you all for listening. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely, Munishida. So thank you all for listening. Because to me, many a time, you hear from a leader who tells you what he or she has done. But today, the way Monishida broke everything down for mentor, mentee, and VC, I really think that he gave us the teaser to what we can do. And if you are up to it, please check up the website. And the website, Monishida, again, is iitstartups.org. Startups.org. It's plural. iitstartups, with an S at the end, .org. So thank you all and happy listening. You've been listening to Secrets to Win Big with Arjun Sen, founder and CEO of Zen Mango, top brand growth driver and a former Fortune 500 executive who has been called one of the most marketing intelligent minds in the business. To learn more, visit www.zenmango.com. Share this podcast with your friends and subscribe wherever you like to listen to podcasts. 
This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.